Hello, my field daisies. Today's life lesson is about negative feelings. So I know a lot of us are feeling angry or sad or just plain bored. Um, The fact that we have to quarantine ourselves. But I just want to encourage you to maybe try spending one minute every day, set a timer, and feel all those negative feelings because they are valid and you should give them the time and the space to really process them. But then after that minute or two minutes or whatever, uh, just to let go, let go of all those feelings and then focus on being as happy as you can during this time, finding things that make you feel productive or creative because at the end of the day, it could be a lot worse, right? Um, not everyone is fortunate enough to be able to stay at home. and I, I just want to say great appreciation for those that are still working outside of the home, our nurses, our doctors, our grocery store workers, um, pharmacists, everyone that still has to work. Um, and so if you think about it in terms of what other people are going through, staying at home really isn't that bad. Um, so yeah. I'm not saying that you know you shouldn't feel bad of, of obviously the fact that people are having to miss events right now or just enjoying going out to eat. I mean so many so much of our life has changed and so but I just I just want to maybe help you find a coping mechanism for all of this. It's something that I've been doing and it's been really helpful for me so far. So yeah, that's all. Uh, today's episode is really, really fun. Uh, it's my first remote episode. I do a Skype kind of call with my friend Holly, who lives in Los Angeles, and we talk about Twitch and StarCraft. It's a really great episode. Can't wait for you to hear it. So yeah, let's get into it. Let's roll the intro music. Holly, thanks for being on my podcast. Yo, what's up? (laughs) So this is actually a bit different, but this is actually the first podcast I've done remotely, just with the whole social distancing thing. I'm trying not to meet up with my friends to record. So I thought this was a great opportunity to bring Holly on board the podcast. Holly's actually in Los Angeles, which is pretty cool. Gets can't get any more social distance than that, right? Miles away. <laughs> yeah, right. And it's so funny because um, we met through. So we went to the same university, but we didn't necessarily meet in college. We actually met when I moved to LA through like our film networking group or whatever. <laughs> I, I don't remember exactly. Like all, I don't remember. Like all I remember is for our first meeting. I think I like I asked you to like check my resume or something, and you almost got me a job at Paramount. Like I think I actually got the interview and everything, but I was like, oh well, I might have gotten a better job, so I'm gonna go to that job instead. That's Which like- I am highly grateful that you did. <laughs> yeah, for your own mental health. Yeah, it's funny because when I talk to people about it here, I was like, oh yeah, I was almost a uh, golf cart driver at. <laughs> And it's it sounds so cool, but then when I hear, not to dog them or anything like that, um, but I hear it from you, like it's not as glamorous as it seems, right? Um, and I think that's testament to a lot of Los Angeles. It's not really as glamorous as that's it like seems. Most of Hollywood, yeah. But um, I will say, so we haven't talked about how are you, by the way? How's Los Angeles treating you? I mean, 
I'm doing fine despite, you know, the global pandemic. I'm actually one of the few, very few entertainment professionals that I think I'm still getting paid. I, I think I'm my job is safe. Um, oh, that's really I good. At a production yeah. company on a salary instead of like all the people that work on shows, like in support staff roles, have all been laid off. Which oh is my gosh. Horrifying. Yeah. No, that's, that's um, extremely horrifying. Yeah. Just because, so, I mean, no one can yeah. work right now. Yeah. And like I am working from home and I feel comfortable, but you just never know what the next day brings. Like I could just, I could be told the next day, like, by the way, like we can't pay you anymore. <laughs> yeah. I feel that. Um, and I don't know if you heard, but South by Southwest, I think they're, they're postponing their film festival and they laid off like half of their employees because I mean, they're not doing a festival right now, so they can't necessarily really pay people, you know? I'm fantastic. (laughs) (laughs) That's good. I'm really glad to hear that, honestly. Um, But yeah, so on my podcast, what I like to do sometimes is kind of go through some media obsessions because I was actually, I was a media studies major at Berkeley. I don't know if you know that, but um, and so I really like media. I like talking about media. And yeah, I was just curious, do you have any latest media obsessions? It can be film, TV, books, games, anything. Well, I found myself in this unique position where, since we're all social distancing, um, my time, I'm a Twitch streamer, so I've been spending a lot more time actively, like, streaming on Twitch and also watching my, I guess, colleague stream. Hey. That's most <laughs> of what I'm doing. I have been watching a couple shows, but um, I'm not as caught up as I'd like. I started Westworld season three. <gasps> so um, I watched season one, but I don't have HBO. <laughs> so after that, I was like, well, no. guess I can't watch the rest. <laughs> but I loved it. The season one was really good. Yeah. I mean, season two is like, it'll your brain will just explode and melt like it's like what (laughs) yeah season two is crazy like i think i watched like the first episode and i was like this is insane and i also started this show called devs on hulu i don't know if you've heard of it devs Uh uh-uh it's it's like the from the director of annihilation um they are doing and he did this what is this other movie oh my gosh i sound horrible i don't remember at the moment with oh no you're good isaac (laughs) i can't remember (laughs) Um, oh you're good you're good it's just like creepy sci-fi it has oh my god who's the actor that plays in parks and rec the the guy that like is like that cuts wood (laughs) that cuts wood the the guy that's kind of dumb ron swanson i think oh ron swanson okay uh why can't i think of that actor is it nick Nick offerman yeah i really just googled it that's the only reason why i know if you if you like were to ask me have i ever seen tv and i said today was my first day you might be you might believe (laughs) (laughs) wow you work in entertainment holly should know all of this i know um, (laughs) i'm just kidding no but it's spooky it's cool um i'm only on the first episode though but it's on hulu so if you want i have hulu yeah like kind of like psychological thriller about like i don't know what exactly it's about but (laughs) it's it's like a there's a tech firm they're in the bay area it's like kind of near future um and it has nick offerman playing a very serious role but it's hard because like when i saw him i just wanted to start laughing so i'm just like used to (sighs) seeing him and laughing but he's playing like a leader of this like it's kind of cult-like tech company um and there's like a mystery that unfolds oh wait i think i've heard of this okay cool i think i might check that out just because i really like black mirror so that's oh yeah definitely right up my alley i would suggest that show then yeah 
Okay, and also, um, I'm going to step off for a second because my cat is playing with a pla- – I don't know if you can hear it, but she's playing no, with I this can't. plastic bag with a lot of stuff in it. So I'm going to take her out of my room. Just give me one second. Yeah, no problem. <laughs> okay, I'm back. I'm really glad you couldn't hear that because she was just like <laughs> – I have like a p- bag full of snacks and she was just like playing with them. <laughs> and so oh, I was like, ah! my cat, to wake me up, if she can find a piece of plastic to step on, she will. Oh my gosh, cats are so funny, aren't they? I I know you're a cat person. I'm a cat person as well, but I just I love cats so much. She's I I love my cat even though she's kind of she's kind of a straight up bitch. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> like she only really likes me. It's so weird. Like whenever I have friends over or even like my parents are home right now and like um yeah, she just she hisses. She's she's okay with my parents. Whenever like new people come over though, she's just like <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> yeah. But she's super sweet. Okay, cool. Well, um, so what are you what are you playing on Twitch? Oh, by the way, you should shout out your Twitch channel so everyone can co stream yes. you. Uh, my username on Twitch is Hollies, spelled H O L L E E Z E. People like to pronounce it Hollyzy. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't, you know, I made that screen name up when I was in college. And I oh, never like thought people I'd be in the day and age where people would be reading screen names out loud. It's kind of like a weird <laughs> phenomenon. You never think about that, right? Right. And I didn't right. realize like now I hear everyone's internal monologue when they're reading my name out loud. When then I go into their Twitch streams and I talk to other Twitch streamers and they're like Hollies Z. I'm like, no, no, no. It's Hollies. Hollies, Hollies. See, I like ho- when you say Hollyzy, is Hollyzy? Is that what they say? Yeah, they say Hollyzy. It sounds like Khaleesi and also G Easy. <laughs> Maybe that's why. <laughs> like it's like oh, those two names come up, so that must be what it's pronounced. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> like it was kind of like a joke rapper name in college. <laughs> <laughs> Not oh, that I rap, fantastic. but <laughs> that's kind of like the genesis of it. Yeah. Um. So on Twitch, I primarily stream this game called StarCraft Two. And yeah i've heard you talk about this <laughs> it's like i don't know it's like it's strange it's a it's like the grand daddy of esports um it's one of the fir- very first well starcraft original not two and um that really built the esports scene up as we see it today like league of legends is probably the biggest right now mm. um but starcraft 2 has a good tight-knit community um before the pandemic happened we they were going to be doing arena games and stuff like tournaments again but um back last month they the big one um katowice in poland they actually had to ban the audience which sucked it was gonna be thousands of people oh watching the finals and they had to do it without the audience which was (sighs) lame but yeah um we still have twitch though so (laughs) That's good. Yeah, for real. Yeah, wait, can you give like a premise of what the game is? StarCraft 2, it's the best description I think I've ever heard of it. It's like playing chess, but on crack, because (laughs) you have your pieces, your chess pieces, but you have to constantly scout your opponents, like their base. Basically, it's it's a war game, and you're just trying to like kill the other opponent's base and all of their units before, or and they can choose to give up at any time too. So it's so it's like in this game, if you think you're losing, you think there's no hope. You, it's like unlike any other game I've ever played. You decide to leave the game. <laughs> like oh, wow. you have to acknowledge within yourself that yes, you've lost, and then you have to click <laughs> leave the game. <laughs> Is that how people lose and win? Is like most you have, of the you... time, like you can, 
if you're going to be like, cause there's like, um, different, it's called bad manner to like stay in a game forever when you're, there's no hope when there's no hope that you're going <laughs> to win. And cause if you can beat someone totally by just killing every building they have. If they, if you kill every building, then they've lost. But if you're kind of opponent that's going to stay in a game that long, you're just like rude jerk, like get out right. bad sportsmanship to do that. So most of the time people, when they know that the tides have turned and there's no way to win the game, it's unwinnable. Um, you will then quit. You usually, if you're polite, you'll put GG, like good game. And then you Aww. leave the game. That's so cool. It, it really is like chess then because it's such a dick move when you literally have what, like a pawn and maybe yeah. your king left and you're just sitting there playing and playing and playing and even though you know you can't win. Right. So, yeah. Um, and there's three different, they call them races in, in StarCraft 2. There's a human race, which is the Terran, very like Starship Troopers-esque. Um, <laughs> and then there's a Zerg, which is like the the alien and starship troopers they're like a hive mind like alien bug gross 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 and mm. then there's this other alien race called the protoss and i call them like the apple to terran's pc they're like it's like wally like the the eva robot versus wally yeah. terran's like wally and oh. then protoss is like the eva robot they're beautiful they have the best technology um I actually main as a Terran, the human race, but I'm better at Protoss just because their technology is so much, <laughs> it's better. Oh, it's so much better. So it's, cool. it's actually kind of <laughs> annoying that I'm better as a Protoss when I've been playing for years. I just tried yeah. Protoss like a month ago and I'm like already higher ranked than like years of grueling as a Terran. I'm like, what? That's so funny. <laughs> so wait, do these little, do these different races play against each other? So in a game, a standard game is 1v1 and you choose your race before going in. And mm. so your, you know, your opponent could be any of the races or a random. If someone's just like, I'm done choosing. I just don't care what I get. Let me, I'm so good at this game. I want to try anything. Um, and if you're random, there's a, there is an advantage to that because when you're random, your opponent doesn't know what race you are. So they don't know. Cause every, every, for every race I play against, I have an opening strategy. Cause it's a, it's a real-time strategy game on RTS. So mm. I have an opening strategy and then you can scout what they're doing and you adjust your builds on that time. But meanwhile, you have like an economy, you have to like build workers and they have to mine minerals and gas so you can build the certain units you need and you have to be able to adjust on the fly. And, um, and if the game goes on for like 15, 20 minutes, it becomes more of like a war game in that you have like to mobilize your troops. It's like the maps, you know, when you see generals in movies with like those pawn pieces, like chess. Mm -hmm. And you okay. have to like move your units and be aware of the the enemy and make sure you, you can ambush people. You can set up traps, like like any like those like Greek or Roman like military strategies you you might have ever seen. Like it's kind of like that, but you, you're doing it while you're making sure you're mining because your opponent can be like picking off your workers that are mining while you're doing it. It's crazy. It's just like, it's just like so much multitasking. Your brain just is like overloaded. And <laughs> yeah, once you start playing a game yeah. like that, it's so difficult to play other types of video games because you're not as stimulated. <laughs> <laughs> so wait, how long does a match, how long does the war last? How long does a typical game last? Um, it varies. It can be from four minutes and four, like a short game. That's like in the community, we call it a cheese. Like if you're going to cheese someone, that means you are building a build that is like an all-in like if it fails you've lost the game if the person can defend against it and it's kind of sort of bad manner to do cheeses but whatever it's a strategy <laughs> and it's in the if it, if it can happen in the game it's a strategy then it's valid um so those can usually i've been doing like 
<laughs> I've been doing a protoss cheese bill. That's why I'm so much better now. <laughs> they're called, and then there's like the longer games that are called macro games because you have to like look at the macro picture and like make sure your economy is healthy. And those types of games can vary like 10 minutes to the longest match I've ever been in is 40 minutes. Wow. 40. And you don't you don't want to lose a game that's been going on for 40 minutes. Like those hurt just like an extra sting than a normal. Like Yeah, you have so much you've invested so much time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you're just like mentally exhausted and physically because your hands like <laughs> the game tracks how much like actions per minute that you do. That's like tapping buttons and clicking and stuff. And mm-hmm. um and I usually average I'm I mean I'm not the best player. I usually average about 130 actions per minute. Professional level <laughs> players average like 400 actions per minute. Wow, that's so crazy. You've described this game so well, by the way. Like, I am immersed in the world of StarCraft. And there is a campaign with a story and, like, oh, there is, like, a narrative. I haven't finished it yet, but I kind of get the gist of it. Mm-hmm. My community really wants me to play the the campaign on Twitch, and <laughs> there is this mission that was just really hard. And I'm like, I really don't want people to watch me fail this mission like five times in a row. <laughs> yeah, that's so. And also, it's so interesting being a female Twitch streamer as well. Like, I've checked out your um, Twitch. Stream. I haven't watched your Twitch streams in a really long time, but I really like your profile page and oh, everything that. You. Like, yeah, it's really cool. Like, can you give me some insight into being a female Twitch player? Well, I mean, I think it's just like any like any streamer. It's just like your Twitch is cool because it's just like you decide how you want to portray yourself and you decide how you want your community to act. Um, I have, you know, I anyone that is inappropriate in chat gets immediately banned. I have people that mo- help me moderate my chat and I can ban them too. I don't really tolerate anything like inappropriate. Um, and I play a game that's like StarCraft 2. I like to joke that it's like the boomer game because it attracts an older crowd. <laughs> like I'm not getting like the middle schoolers that are going to go watch people play Fortnite and stuff right, like that. Right. It's like a game. It's a really old game. It's 10 years old. And also the people that play StarCraft 2 were into StarCraft original and that's in the 90s. So the, the age group that I get, it's probably like mid 20s to like plus up upwards. Um, I, the only time I've ever had any like instances where it was really, um, trolly, really difficult (laughs) as a theme, specifically as a female streamer was, it wasn't even in my chat, like someone in the game, it's called stream sniping. So stream sniping is when you're watching someone stream and then you, you load into a game at the same time they load into a game and then you try to get them. So like you are playing them while they are playing in a game like Starcraft two, it's really rude to do that because you can see what you're doing and it's just a bad experience. And um, I had someone stream sniping me and they were just like in the game, you can chat to people because you put good luck, have fun. It's like a handshake, right? Like sportsman like, and this person was just looking at like my makeup and commenting inappropriate things and being really awful. And I didn't know how to like block them. And then my chat community actually backed me up and they told me how I could block the chat in game. But like, it was really spooky because he did it like three times in a row before I could <sighs> figure out because I had to leave the game. And every time you leave a game, it diminishes your MMR, which is like your matchmaking rank. And like in start game like StarCraft 2, it's like you work so hard to build your MMR up to a higher number. So to just have it like deplete like that because of some jerk, it's really, really lame. Yeah. Um, but you know, that was like the only experience where I had that it was like, 
like kind of like not not a good feeling other than that like i've been on twitch for like a almost year and a half maybe closer to two years and generally people are really nice i mean you're always gonna get the guy that's like oh you're so hot blah 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 but i just ignore <laughs> that it doesn't matter yeah. um, right right and i mean i'm kind of like a tomboy and i think my personality is kind of like that so i don't really because there are there are women on twitch that are you know they're they're there for a certain specific audience and like congrats to them for getting right, it. Right. Right. Yeah. Um, and I hope I, you know, like they, they're servicing those, those, those markets and good for them. And I don't, I'm glad that they tracks those types of people to them and not to me. So yeah, it all yeah. works out for, you know, and also like just as a female Starcraft two player, it's, it's actually, you know, underpopulated in a female. So it gives a little bit of diversity, um, there are some really cool female StarCraft II players that I admire a lot as well. And I'm like kind of friends with them now. And um, but oh, yeah, I that's think great. I feel like StarCraft II is a really supportive community overall too. Cause it's such a hard game and mm-hmm. people just automatically respect you if you're willing to play it. Cause it's that difficult. <laughs> it's probably the hardest. I want to say it's like the hardest game besides original StarCraft. Cause original StarCraft, it's a little harder because just like the mechanics suck compared to StarCraft II. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that's funny. And it's all on you. It's one v one. It's your brain versus someone else's brain. And if you if they lost, they lost. And you if you win, you win. And you have no one to blame but yourself if you lost. Like in League of Legends, you can blame it on your teammates. And um, any other sort of like games where it's like a team type of type of like Apex Legends, you could always put the blame on someone else. But in this game, it's really you. Right, right. You decide how it goes. You decide what you're practicing. You have to make critical decisions constantly in the game. So if I think that generally the community at large is like, if I'm willing to like play this game, they're willing to give me like a good respect and be cool members of my community. Oh, I love that. That's so awesome. Yeah. And also just curious, do you still play Hearthstone at all? I do. I was actually thinking about streaming it um, soon. <laughs> it's, it's like it's weird because that's, that's one thing about Twitch. It's like that's difficult to navigate. It's because when you switch games, you lose mm. a big chunk of viewers because some people are just there to watch you play StarCraft and StarCraft or whatever you're doing. And like, I also want to stream like Rocksmith. I'm trying to learn guitar and like, um, I'm also like I would like to stream Hearthstone again. I want to like start climbing again with my I call it my troll mage deck. Like my boyfriend hates. <laughs> when I play <laughs> this deck it's too overpowered um but it's hard because you lose viewers and right now I'm kind of working my way towards partner mm. and I don't want to do any streams that have low viewer counts because it goes against your you have to have at least a 75 viewer average to apply to be a partner mm. so mm-hmm. anytime I do a lower stream or a, a stream that's going to have a lower amount of audience it's like I have to kind of weigh that like do I do this or do I just play StarCraft 2 when I know people will come. <laughs> yeah. No, that's understandable, honestly, because I know what, – what does it mean to be a Twitch partner again? Because I know it's a pretty big deal, right? It's almost like being verified on Instagram it or is something. Like, it's like being – you get a check mark. Um, you get some respectability in chat. It just kind of – it just basically means like – you have done a good job at building your community and Twitch is recognizing that. And like, as a business partner, basically I think that's where it comes from. Like you're a business partner with Twitch now, depending how big you are, the the difference between affiliate, which is what I am now and partner um, affiliate, you get to have subs. If you're not affiliate, you don't get to have that. And you have to have like certain metrics to get affiliate, but it's pretty low. 
Um, mm. So I get the opportunity to have subs. So I get some income from that, but there's a 50-50 split with Twitch. So say a sub is $5, I get two fifty dollars off of that. Um, and I get like emote slots. So if you're an affiliate, you start with one, but then as you grow, you get five up to five, which I have now. Um, as a partner, that expands a lot. And that's what I mostly want partner for is I just have all these emote ideas. I love Twitch because it's like it combines being like a uh, like a personality plus video gaming plus a lot of art opportunities. And I just yeah. love thinking about like the different creative like emotes I could do. Like there's shirt ideas I have I would like to sell eventually. Um, so being partner will allow me to have more emote slots. That's kind of yeah. like and also, <laughs> that's yeah, amazing. And, so that's kind of like why I want to do it. But also depending on how big you get, like with partner, you can have a different kind of split for your subs. Instead of a 50-50, some partners, depending on how big they are, they actually get like three, like two two thirds and, part, and Twitch will get one third kind of split. Mm-hmm. So there's those perks as well. And like there are a couple other perks, like you get like front of the line customer service, I guess. I don't know. But just yeah. to have that, just to have that badge, it's just like a, it's, it's kind of like, um, just having respectability it's like wow like you are someone worth checking out like and going through like say someone goes on starcraft 2 there's categories discoverability on the platform is really difficult so it's better to be like a partner with a lot of audience because in, if you go into starcraft 2 categories and i'm streaming the higher view counts are on the top of the category and the lower view counts are on the bottom so when i first started out i was always on the very bottom because i had like two viewers <laughs> <laughs> but the more viewership you get like the higher up and then if you're higher up more likely people will want to see hey what's this stream all about why why are there are so many viewers here oh who is this new person like and i think that's like a lot of where my audience has come from and plus just like the larger streamers in the starcraft 2 community have really supported me um there's this thing called rating i don't know if you know what that means but um like yeah like i'm so foreign to twitch i yeah so there is this feature called rating. So say someone is streaming StarCraft 2 and they have a viewership of like a thousand people. When they're done streaming, they can take that audience and give it to another stream. So I've had some very large and very respected members of the StarCraft 2 community raid my channel. And after those raids, I got a huge boost. Like there's this one streamer, his name is Vibe. And he does a lot of like tutorials for StarCraft 2. If you're getting into it, check that, check, check out his tutorials. Um, <laughs> yeah, he, he raided me several times. After his very first raid, I've my viewership went from an average of like 25 to 30 on average to like 50 on average, just from one oh, raid. Oh, that's amazing. Just because he's like, sharing his community with my channel. And those people are like, oh, cool. Like, this person's cool. So it's kind of like, it's a dual thing. Like it helps other people. It's networking. And also it gives your viewer something else to do now that you're gone. Like, it's like, oh, you're like, you think this person's cool. And like your viewers don't have to be bored if they weren't ready to stop watching StarCraft. Right, or whatever, right. whatever game or art or podcast <laughs> or anything on Twitch you could imagine. Yeah. Oh, that's so fascinating because I feel like I know a lot of – would you consider Twitch a social media platform? It's like YouTube plus like the ability – like Facebook almost because it's like you mm. can – I feel like I have friends now. I've never had so many StarCraft 2 – I've never like met so many people that play StarCraft 2 in my life. Before I started streaming on Twitch, I only knew one person that was my ex-boyfriend who showed me mm. StarCraft. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then my current boyfriend, and then that's it. 
And then I stream on yeah. Twitch. Now I have like at least 10 people that I'm like close enough. Like we're Battle.net friends. I'm like, wow, I have StarCraft 2 friends. <laughs> like what is yeah, this? That's so. great. I feel like I know a lot of the other social media platforms, but I really do want to start getting into Twitch. Like I remember talking to you about maybe I should because I used to play Hearthstone. I kind of don't anymore, but I'm starting to get into TFT, like team fight tactics. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. If, that would be super fun to stream or whatever. I just think it's such an interesting platform and such an interesting community. So yeah, thank you so much for all the insight into Twitch. Like I think you're like the person I go to are like, okay, so what's Twitch about? Because you know all the terms and all the lingo and everything like that. And I'm so proud of you too for keeping it up for a whole year and a half. That's amazing. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> of course, of course. And I, I definitely like, I always get the notifications that you're streaming, but I'm always busy during the time. But I'm going to try to start, especially now that I'm trying to make you a partner, I'll definitely start tuning in, even if I'm just, I have it like in the background while I do schoolwork or something. Yeah, that would be great. I will accept that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and once you become, become partner, and then I'll, then we can maybe like, and if I become a Twitch streamer, then we can stream Hearthstone or something. So I remember we talked about doing that at some point. Yeah, I want so to, I'll go back and play. I really want yeah. to do like a Hearthstone tournament. Me and my boyfriend, and we did we did a starcraft 2 tournament last week i think it was Mm, and it was like the biggest stream i've ever done like people in the community were so excited i just had like just average community members not like these these pro streamers are like g like in the there's rankings grandmasters atop like i had no grandmasters in the tournament although the winner of the tournament has now become a grandmaster i'm like wait (laughs) but so gave like the average i guess the quote-unquote average joe an opportunity to feel like they were an actual pro player because we were casting their games and the tournament was like a produced show um i had worship almost 300 for that which is mind-boggling for me (laughs) Um, yeah but I want to do a Hearthstone tournament I just don't know like how to make it exciting (laughs) (laughs) I feel feel like with Hearthstone is because it's kind of a card game so you kind of have to up the banter I feel with it it's not a lot of visuals I guess um oh wait you should shout out Evan's channel too oh yeah my my boyfriend's twitch is mind games but it's spelled incorrect it's spelled because it was taken <laughs> so his use his um his screen name it's m-i-n-d-g-a-e-m-s mind games games um okay well cool well thank you so much for coming on the podcast like you gave me so much insight into the twitch twitch universe yeah, thanks for having me. My first yeah, podcast yeah. ever. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, like um, you definitely should come back on the podcast. I'd love to come back and we can talk more about other media obsessions or if we or any sincere shout outs or even yeah, just random definitely. life stories, anything. All right, well, I guess we'll wrap the podcast up. Uh, love y'all. Thanks for listening, and I hope you have a daisy day. Bye.